What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Bruise Not Broken podcast. It's your girl, Desi. If you are new to the podcast, make sure, make sure, make sure that you hit the subscribe button, okay? And also make sure that you share this podcast with your friend. Now, to all my people who have been rocking with me since day one, welcome back. You know the drill. Make sure you keep an open mind, an open notebook, so that you can just keep up with all the gems I'll be dropping in this episode today, okay? So, today I'm going to be talking to you guys about being in a waiting season. So, this season could look like a number of things, or it just may not look like anything at all, to be completely honest. So, in other words, I want to talk to you guys about being in a dry season, a season where you don't see change, a season where it seems like nothing is growing. Maybe your business is stagnant, maybe your audience is declining, like, This is a season where a lot of us Christians get confused because just because we don't see things happening, we feel like God has denied our request, but that's not really what happened, okay? That's not how it all went down, okay? Just because it is a famine in the land does not mean that God removed his hand. Ooh, that's a bar right there. A dry season doesn't mean that God is not hearing you. It is specifically for you to hear God. I'm going to say that again. A dry season doesn't mean that God is not hearing you. It is specifically for you to hear God. Maybe you have been, you know, um, waiting on God for a new job or waiting on God for a new car, waiting on God for a new man. Let me tell you something. I said this before. You are not waiting on God. God is waiting on you. So when I say waiting season, when I speak of a dry season, Basically, that season is where God is waiting for you to step up to the plate, okay? God has challenged you to do a thing that your normal self wouldn't do. So until you have accepted the challenge and overcome it, then you're going to be in that waiting season until the time has come, you know? So don't be discouraged. Understand that things still happen in dry seasons. So God is wanting you to be still in his presence. That doesn't mean to... List out all the things you want God to do for you. What I mean when I say be still is be quiet, okay? To be sitting still at God's feet, just meditating on his word in your mind, thinking about how that relates to your life. That is what God wants you to do in this season. He wants you to be still, okay, and be quiet. (laughs) Because right now, you've probably been talking way too much. You've probably been over here telling people your plans and, you know, your next move when God has been telling you to keep quiet because he wasn't ready to release that information. See, you out here ruining the prize before it even had came about. So instead of ruining what God is about to do, just keep quiet and let it just come naturally. Let your work speak for itself, okay? Let God's work speak for itself because everything that God does is good. And you don't even have to speak for God's work because God's work speaks for itself. So when people see the work that God is doing in you, they know it's God. Okay? Like y'all, sometimes God will cause a drought to test your faith. Okay? To test your heart. To see that in dark times, you, his child, his chosen one, will continue to give praise and worship. See, the flesh wants what the flesh wants. And when things don't go according to plan, we go to our default settings, which can be a number of things. Going back to an ex got removed from your life or running to the bottle since nothing else is working in your favor. Like I've had my moments when I would use the excuse of external things to engage in my own desires. When my car was totaled and my life was just in shambles, 
listen, I immediately went to marijuana after all of that. Like, I did not realize that self-medicating would lead me down a path where I'd have no structure to my life. I allowed the situation to take hold of my character. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I allow my circumstances to define who I am. I let it get the best of me. And by doing so, I was destroying who God was trying to mold me to be. Now I'm back on my right path. But back then, I was, you know, I was I was stumbling a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I was walking in my own wicked ways and not in what God had called me to walk. So when you willingly choose a thing over and over again, that's your default setting. Okay, and also that can also be a sign of addiction. Like I'm being so serious. When you think you can't go without something, you create a dependency for that thing. Okay, I said think, okay, not know. Because we think we can't live without something when we already did in another dimension. See, you think you can't live without alcohol, but that's a lie that the devil told you because you weren't born with liquor in your hand, okay? It was something introduced to you over time. Same thing goes with marijuana. Same thing goes with gambling. Same thing goes with adultery. See, you weren't born an adulterer. You weren't born a gambler. All that stuff was introduced to you over time. So understand that it is possible to go back to being your better self it is possible because why we are a new creation in Christ so all of the old is gone and the new is here but the only thing is we have to accept the new we have to choose that we want to be the new creation and let go of our old selves Mm, I'm going I'm on fire right now listen don't ruin your life over a lie start a new one by living in God's truth You can break free from that addiction. You can always adjust your default settings to manifest the life you want. All you have to do is very, very simple. All you have to do is let God be your default and not the world. Y'all, there's a lot of evil forces working hard to keep us away from the promised land. But God will get us to it. Do you believe that? Because I believe it. See, the wilderness may look scary, but that's only because it's natural. And what is sometimes natural can be scary to look at. For example, stretch marks, okay, a one-pack. Okay, I've been looking at my one-pack for so long, it gets scary sometimes. But I want you to not be scared of your natural. Instead of worrying in the wilderness, embrace it, okay? Embrace all of your natural. Embrace your cellulite, your dark spots, all of it. And I know you're probably like, well, why are you comparing the body to the wilderness? But I'm comparing it because both things are natural, and both things you don't choose, you just accept it because that, is what was given to us. And what I'm trying to get at is that I don't want you to turn an 11-day trip into a 40-year journey by allowing doubt to live in your heart. Learn to trust the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul. Let God bring his supernatural to our natural so that we can accept the deck he dealt us. See, there comes a point in your walk with the Lord where you have to constantly tune your strings. When a guitar has been played for a while, the strings will start to go out of tune because they have been bent and stretched. The same thing happens to us. God bends, stretches, and molds us into being the followers he created for his purpose. However, if we don't take the time for maintenance, we will start to play the gospel out of tune, mixing the heavenly tune of the word with our exhausted tune of the world. And you don't want to mislead God's people by playing out of tune. 
Like, who am I talking to right now? I feel this for somebody. Somebody somewhere has been playing out of two for quite some time now and don't even know it because they have just become so comfortable with being just okay. You started off on fire for God. Now, three years later, you feel your flame getting dim. But instead of kindling kindling the fire, you slowly put it out. No, y'all, y'all can't do that. You can't be on fire for God and then let your fire go out. Kindle that fire. Continue to throw something into that fire. Continue to breathe something into that fire. Let me tell you something. Nothing is going to happen until you make it happen. If you want something to work for you, you better be putting in the work. See, God is not going to do it all for you. If you want understanding, you better take time to sit at God's feet. If you want the spirit of wisdom, you better take time to just meditate on his word and gain understanding through that. See, we ask God for things, but as soon as God asks us for something, we say no. Instead of saying no, you need to start saying yes. Okay, we need to stop giving God our bare seconds. God is not a second type of God. He is a jealous God. Okay, no other God comes before him. He is just the God, the one and only God, the Jehovah, the Yahweh. That is the kind of God I serve. That is the God I serve. And I know that if you want to prosper in this season, you must first prosper in your relationship with God. Yes, you must first prosper in your relationship with God. Let's take a look at Jeremiah 17 verses 7 through 8 because there's a point I really want to make and the point is that when you are in tune with the word, you are walking to the tune of the blessed and when you walk in tune with the blessed, you step into a territory where God's favor resides. So the scripture says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Mm, amen. So I'm going to go a little bit off my um my notes here. <laughs> but so what? It's okay to go off notes. But when I read that scripture, it said that it does not fear when he comes. So when we walk in the way of the blessed, when we abide in the word and the word abides in us, when we keep God's word close to our heart and walk by his example, we will not fear when he comes because we know that the heat will not destroy us, but it will refine us that we know that the heat will not cause us to perish but to be better because we will overcome this thing because we are not wicked, but we are blessed. We are God's child and God is giving you that assurance right now. Like I love how it starts off. It says blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. This is all a belief thing because it says trust in, not just to trust. To trust means to trust the situation that you know this person will finish the job. But to trust in someone means to trust in the actual person or things. Let's look at the next part. It says, whose confidence is in him? So trust and confidence goes hand in hand because when you trust in someone, you are confident that they will deliver on their word. Y'all see where I'm going with this? That if you put your trust in God and not in man, he will guard your steps. That if you accept what is and not what was, God can show you what can be. Oh, I'm feeling it right now, y'all. 
You can't get to point B without first starting at point A. But in order to start at point A, you must first seek it. There's no doubt in my mind that God will get you to where you need to go. But we know God can do it. But can you? Can you start seeking God to the point he becomes your default settings? Settings that will navigate you to the promised land. Can you just for one second not think about your life, but be interested in the lives of others? There comes a point where you realize that you aren't just living for yourself anymore. Take a second and just think about that. Are you living a life where God's name is glorified? Or are you living a life for your own selfishness? Y'all. The purpose is so much bigger than us. As Christians, we are to be a blessing to others, not looking to see who will be a blessing to us. God promised that he will see us through, meaning he will never let go of his love for us. So that means to stop worrying about where or when your next blessing is going to come. Just be content with blessing others, because from those good actions comes the love God instilled in us. Listen, God already said blessed is the one who trusts in him. So you don't need to worry about blessings because God already blessed you when you decided to trust in him. Let's look at the next portion. It says they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fare when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. See, this is where the dry season comes in. God says that the one who trusts in him is blessed, but blessed to the point where in times of drought, in times of famine, you will still bear fruit compared to everybody else. That's powerful right there. The Lord says that while the earth may be dry, heaven is not. When calamity comes, you will overcome. Come on, Proverbs 24, 16. A righteous man falls seven times but rises again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Come on, like just picture yourself as a tree planted by water with fresh green leaves. You got the picture? All right, cool. That's you when you trust in God. We are a new creation in Christ, right? So when we walk in the way of the righteous, we are like trees planted by water. And we're not just any tree. We are trees of God, trees who remain fruitful in times of famine. So don't let delay turn into denial, bringing about doubt in your heart. Know that God still has his hand on your life and things are definitely being done in your favor. Even though you can't touch it, continue to trust in the Lord and worship his holy names in times of victory and in times of drought. That's when our faith is really tested in times of famine. But let me tell you something. You may be in this waiting season, but understand, you're going to come out of this season way better than how you went in. I declare and decree prosperity over your life and the lives of those you touch. Sometimes when we're in a waiting season, we start to notice how things are moving for other people faster than how they are moving for us. Like, for example, you know, I pray to God for a new job, you know, a new place. And, you know, I'm still praying for that. I'm still believing in God for that because I know that it's going to come sooner or later. And um, I just got news today that, you know, my brother had a new, he got a new job. And I am more than excited for him. I'm more than happy for him. Like, I've been praying for my brother to just, you know, level up. And this is that level up that he needed. And instead of complaining about, like, dang, God, why didn't you bless me? How you bless my brother? I told God, thank you. 
You know why? Because when God blesses my family, he also blesses me. When God blesses my friends, he also blesses me. You got to stop hating and start appreciating the things that God is doing for you and around you. See, God is leveling everybody up that is surrounding you. God is saying, listen, if you want to get to that next level, you got to surround yourself with next level people. And so that is what God is doing in this season right now. Yeah, he may be blessing everybody else, but understand that your blessing is still coming. Don't get discouraged. And don't be jealous and stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Just because they got something doesn't mean that you won't get anything and vice versa. Like I said before, you don't know what that person had to go through to get to where they are right now to receive that blessing. So just be thankful for all that God is doing in your life and for the lives of those people connected to you. And just be patient and be still in this season. All right, guys, so that wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and took a couple of notes with you. Um, If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, drop a review and a comment below. Follow my inspirational blog on Instagram. And also make sure you visit my website, guys, at destinyjackson.com. D-E-S-T-I-N-I-J-A-C-K-S-O-N.com. And make sure you purchase your 21-day supernatural fast. It is never too late to start fasting. So, yes, click the website, join the fast, and let me know what you guys think. Talk to you guys in the next episode.